2: Nowhere I'd rather be. Hour two, our dose on this Wednesday. I don't know why I started saying our dose. I guess I just love that word dose.
3: I know. Um, yeah. I can taste it.
2: <laughs> um, I'm in a good mood because, you know, we got to end in spite of this tragic times and this tragedy we had going on in Texas. We got to end last hour's show with some great news about this plan to give over our sovereignty to World Health Organization. If you missed any of last hour's Andrea K show, you can get uh, that hour, this hour, any of the hours of the Andrea K show on the, wherever you download your podcast, whether it's here at The Answer San Diego, Spreaker or anywhere. And uh I also you can also contact us here. You can give me a call right now. 888-344-1170. If you've got any travel plans, did you have to cancel your travel plans for this Memorial Day? We're going to be talking about Memorial Day travel plans. And as it relates to the economy here, uno momento with my friend. There I go being bilingual, just speaking the international languages on the Andrew Kay show. Cause I'm excited. I'm in a good mood. The financial thought doctor, Dave Elhoff's going to be here in a minute. I'm not sure I'm going to continue to be as in good mood as we get into some of these economic details. We got the, but we got to share with you what the HAPS is. And uh, we then we are also going to um, share with you guys what uh, Mussolini has decided to do in the wake of what happened in Texas. Why would, why would California need to do anything in response to what happened in Texas? Oh, well, we will share that with you as we go further in the show. But now i got to bring in my man, the financial thought doctor himself, the one and only Dave Elhoff.
1: Hey, before Elhoff chimes in, the solution to the economy crisis is in 24. You need to vote for AK and Dave Elhoff.
2: Hey, hey, now you know what? That's not actually a bad idea, I'll Hoff, you in.
1: <laughs> you betcha.
2: <laughs>
3: you betcha, AK Dosey Doe.
2: <laughs> is that gonna is that gonna be our, our like our, on our bumper sticker? That'll be our slogan. From MAGA Absolutely. to do Do-si-do. from From MAGA to <laughs> Dosey Doe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, it's good to have some laughs with you. In fact, we've got a, y'all wouldn't think there'd be a funny clip coming out of the World Economic Forum, but we got a funny one to to play for. Maybe we should just start with that, right? Let's just start off with something funny related to the economy and the World Economic Forum. Dr. Uh, Financial Thought Dr. Dave Elhoff doesn't even know we're going to play this clip. So, but you clean the wax out, my man, because you're about to hear something funny that has to do, you know, let me set the stage. I don't know if you know, because you've been busy trying to help up. Uh, People, you know, figure out how they're going to stop from going broke and be able to retire. But the World Economic Forum is happening right now. And they're over there talking about your favorite subject, climate change. Okay, so okay. They're, they're over there talking about their green energy plans and all that. And so one of them decided, not really understanding, uh, reading the room and realizing all the billionaires and who have enormous, who have carbon footprints bigger than Hillary Clinton's cankles, decides to ask the... <laughs> <laughs> Elhoff, you bring out the bad girl in me. All right, so... <laughs> So one of this, an unknown female from the World Economic Forum, a panel moderator, decides to ask a question of those in the crowd. Listen to this, Dave Elhoff.
0: So I'm going to throw this immediately out to the audience and say, how many of you are driving an electric vehicle at the moment? One, two, three, four. So... (laughs) I would say that probably constitutes less than 5% of the persons uh, sitting here in this room.
2: Um, You know, it's kind of like, you know, to use an analogy, like attorneys aren't supposed to ask a question of a witness unless they already know the answer. It's like, did she not look around the room and see Bill Gates and see all these these richie riches who fly private and live in 40,000 square foot homes like Barack Obama on, you know, over the ocean? So she she wants to count the hands of those driving electric vehicles and she gets like two hands held up.
3: Well, I tell you what. The problem is, is that no one knows the unintended consequences of driving an electrical vehicle with the lithium batteries and what damage they're going to do, plus what it's done to the world in terms of child labor and all that other stuff. They never talk about that. They always talk about how wonderful it is that we don't have this carbon footprint. And we really still don't know what this is all going to mean. I mean, 40 years ago, they were saying that the planet was going to freeze, and they run all these models; They didn't come out. Now they're saying it's going to burn up. Well, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that the world is more flexible mm-hmm. the way God planned it right. than it
2: is. Of course, and the, and they're not all uh there's the reason that only five less than 5% of them raise their hands is not because they know the real deal that and they care about the damage to the environment with lithium batteries. They know that this is a lie and it's a scam. They know that while they're all flying private and none of them probably even own cars, they probably, you know, ride in the back seat of limos and if they ride in a car it's a Bentley, right? Right. And so, you know, they're a bunch of hypocrites that are using climate change as a way to seize control and power over the little peasants. Right. And it's a way for them to expand their power base and to expand and grow the economic divide and the wealth of the haves versus the have nots. In the meantime, the American people are dying. Today, we got reports out grocery prices have gone up 10 percent. Gas prices are still going through the roof. Biden admitted the other day that gas prices just had to be a part of what's happening in order to transition us into green energy. I think we actually have a clip of Americans talking about gas prices. I think it's clip eight, Skins. Let's play that. They're way too high. Extremely out of control. Ridiculous. This should not be allowed whatsoever. It's been steadily getting higher and higher every month of this new administration.
3: It almost doubled since Joe Biden got in office. Horrible.
2: Yeah, that's the reality. And Americans, we're going into Memorial Day weekend, and I think something like 60-something percent of Americans have canceled their plans because this used to be a big driving weekend, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, absolutely. In the summertime, that's when people take vacations. They go and travel to Disney World, to Disneyland, mm-hmm. all over the continent to try and have some relief from what they've been doing. I'll tell you AK? Okay. Yep. This administration has done more to destroy the American economy mm-hmm. than any administration ever before.
1: And combined, Dave.
2: Yeah, uh, all administrations. Yeah, not just in the previous administration, but all administrations combined in the past.
3: Yes, totally. So I. I'll tell you what, you talk about inflation. You talk about what is the Fed going to do about it. Well, they're not reacting quick enough or soon enough. I have seen reports by Brian Westbury mm-hmm. from First Trust Corporation that they should have done this a year ago. Yeah. Started tightening up, started making interest rates a little bit higher. He was talking about it a year and a half ago and going forward. the reason why is because of all the M2 money supply Mm -hmm. that the government has been pumping into the economy. Whenever the M2 money supply is pumped up and all that cash is there, it creates inflation. It happened back in the 70s and 80s. And the same thing is happening now. They tell me what. What happens is, is the president... He has no control over any of that. The only people that are going to be able to bail him out is the Fed, and the Fed has got to try to make him look good. So they're trying to create a soft landing. Yeah. That's very difficult to do.
2: Well, and it's not going to help us. The, the CBO Congressional Budget Office came out and said inflation is going to last into 2023. There is no end in sight and help to the American people. And one of the things nobody's really talking about as we go into the summer, it's not just going to affect people, El Hoff, who might want, want to take a trip to the Grand Canyon or whatever. We've got senior citizens. For If y'all not in San Diego, San Diego is basically a beach and then desert. And we have people who live in East County that will die, literally, seniors, if they don't have air conditioning. And they're not going to to be able to afford it, Elhoff. This electric, uh, the gas prices, uh, you know, don't. it's not just about your car. It's also about your electricity bills. And they don't care.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I mean, it's affecting everyone everywhere now. And it's starting to come up. And we're going to have some kind of cultural revolution because of this. Because people aren't going to take it anymore. And hopefully, these people will take it and vote in the future to stop this kind of nonsense I mean everything Biden did when he stepped into the presidency was to reduce everything that Trump did yeah and guess how that worked in order to push the green agenda they're trying to push this crap down their throat.
2: Well, they're inflicting pain. They're intentionally inflicting pain. And I had a clip last night. I wish I had that in front of me. It was Kennedy from Louisiana, who was said, who was said look, um, Biden writes a check or two for $600 to the American people, and his next trick is their rent goes up $3,000 a month, their cost of groceries goes up, uh, cost of gas goes up $800 a month, and groceries go up $2,000 a month. Yeah, he said, you don't, you'd have to be suffering from mental illness to think that that was a good trade-off. And that's exactly what's going on.
3: Exactly. So I'm hoping that people across the whole country understand that these policies that he put in place is what's destroying the economy because we do have low unemployment. Now there is some good news out there, but it's not enough. We need to change some of these policies, reduce regulations, Increase, open the spigot to oil, gas exploration, pipelines, mm-hmm. and all that, and be not committed to Russian oil, Iranian oil, Iraqi oil, or any of the Middle East oil that's available.
2: And as we're looking at inflation and looking at the there the Fed will be doing some things to adjust interest rates. They need to they need to be adjusting them quickly to get it up above. The inflation rate. Um, it, you're going to have decisions you're going to have to make, particularly if you're looking at retirement. Whether you're going to sell your home, buy your buy a home. What are you going to do? Um, move out of the state. Uh, what to do with money you've got invested. A lot of people are like, I'm not even going to look at my, you know, 401k statements or anything related to where my money is when they come in because it's just scary right now. But you can help people. Tell everybody um, how they can get a hold of you. El Hoff can help you get into some uh, inflation proof. Products and services and take a a, a good look a customized look at what's going on with you and help you make some decisions Yes, Elhoff
3: Yes There are strategies out there folks that can help you take advantage of this situation But it's a strategy. It's not a particular product. It's combining products that are out there we can reduce your risk increase your money and increase your benefits And do it, most of the time, I can do it with no additional out-of-pocket costs from you. 619-548-0965. 619-548-0965. Dave at Elhoff, E-L-H-O-F-F dot com. Contact me. Let's have a conversation.
2: Well, El fifteen Elhoff,
3: minute conversation yeah. can clear things up for you.
2: That's all you need. Fifteen minute conversation. I started. I invited El to come back and do what I call news you can use segments, something that can help you guys out instead of just delivering. You know, what's what's the bad news? I mean, how do you take it? Just like I want people to go from not just be yammering about complaining about what's going on. Got to get active. You also have to, you know, be willing to look at your life and say, you know, how I got some decisions to make. And so El, I brought, brought, bring Elhoff onto the show as as an advisor or somebody that can help you, help you navigate and figure out what to do. Elhoff Memorial Day weekend is coming up. I know that's specifically supposed to be for those who who gave, gave all, all give some, some give all. But I want to thank you for your service. And, and I'll be thinking about you as I go watch the new Top Gun Maverick this weekend.
1: I'm excited about that. And, yeah, thank you, Dave.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, folks. And I'll tell you what, at 3 p.m., CBS is sponsoring playing taps. And I'm going to play taps off my upper deck on my trombone at 3 p.m. local time.
2: Okay, alrighty. Now, how can people how can people hear that or see that?
3: Well, cbs.com/taps. They go there. They'll hear about it. And CBS is re- asking people to go out, regardless of what kind of instrument you have, and play taps at 3 p.m. on Memorial Day at what wherever you are.
2: Awesome. I didn't even know about that. I'm so glad I brought it up. And I didn't even know you played the trombone, man. Who knew you were such a renaissance man? Military <laughs> hero, financial Love, advisor, baby. musician. All the more reason I'm
1: still voting for Dave in 24. I
2: know, David Docie nice. Doe baby, AK and Dan off. The Docie Doe <laughs> ticket. <laughs> All right, financial thought Bye. doctor. Thank you for being here, Bye. my dear. All right, yeah. now y'all <laughs> y'all stay tuned. We're going to be talking uh Gavin Newsom's Mussolini's Gun Grab when we come back. This is the Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer San Diego.
0: You're listening to the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I know you all have been sitting around wondering on the heels of what happened in uh, Texas and the tragedy down there. Gee, I wonder what Alyssa Milano thinks about this situation, right? And and, 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 in all of Hollywood, right? Particularly like noted celebs, Elizabeth Banks. (laughs) Who? Who? Big article today. Hollywood celebrities capitalize on Texas shooting. F the GOP and their obsession with guns. That's become a big thing today. That's the big mantra. Uh, Yeah, we can joke about all these quote celebs of which I don't even know. Who is Elizabeth Banks? I don't even know who Elizabeth Banks is. I don't even recognize that name. Alyssa Milano? What has she done since who's the boss, right? Um, Piper Perabo? What the heck is a Piper Perabo? I don't even know who these people are, right? So in addition to the the, uh, Democrats politicizing the tragedy as babies, literally babies are slaughtered, because I think of a second grader as like, you know, just those are like practically babies to me, right? They're like they're they're not much beyond a toddler to me. It's just devastating. Now we got the Hollywood crowd that's got to that's got to try to make a name for themselves. That they, they you know they got to beta or work the situation to try to get some limelight for themselves. It's just absolutely despicable, including, uh, um, of course, we had to hear from you know the, the alleged former actress with the dreadlocks had to weigh in on it today. Um, uh, I don't know. Should we play this? It's it's not a long clip, but I think that it's it, but it's classic of the attacks that's happening in the politicizing. I think we've got to look at trends and here's a trend that's happening. Clip six.
3: So that's the question. What are we doing? Because we're we're why are we always at square one with this? And I swear to God, if I see another Republican senator talk about their heart being broken, I'm going to go punch somebody. And kind of thoughts and I, I can't take it in their thoughts and prayers. Yeah. If your thoughts and prayers were really with everybody, you'd have done something by now.
2: Another aspect, why did I play that clip in spite of the fact that I despise that alleged former actress, is that because the, the movement right now is that part of the politicization that's going on right now is to attack Christians. Make no mistake about it. this is in part attacking Christians. Right? I mean, it's 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 all tied together, every aspect. Every time there's some tragedy or or, you know, if if you're on board with this the Supreme Court and overturning Roe v. Wade and sending it back to the States, you know, you're um Uh, You're going, you know, all the different slurs there. You know, there's even the left is even trying to say that God would actually be on board with abortion. So every angle that the left can use this tragedy in order to smear Republicans, they will in order to demonize Republicans, in order to paint Republicans as a bunch of people that just really want children slaughtered with guns. These are the same people, by the way, that are perfectly okay with children being slaughtered um, in the birth canal. Right. But this this F you thing is just it's happening not just in Hollywood, across the board and media outlets. Um, Democrat Republican Democrat Representative Ruben Gallego uh, called Ted Cruz a baby killer and tells Republicans to F your prayers. So the, this is this is this is a trend. And we need to be paying attention to this because we as conservatives and we as Christians need to be need to be saying, no, you're not going to paint us as, as as the party of baby killers. You're not. And if you cared at all about protecting children, why was he in there for 90 minutes? Why was he in there for 90 minutes? I actually, I'm with with Brian Maloney last hour when he was raising some questions about what was going on in in, in Texas and the story and how things went out. I got some questions down there. I'm not a big fan of Governor Abbott. I want to know why it took 90 minutes. I want to know why the resource officer didn't put a bullet between the eyes when he showed up there. How did he even get into the building? You want to be saying F anybody it, you know, it it it's not Ted Cruz. He's not responsible for this. It's not me. I'm not responsible for this. I didn't raise him. I did not teach him values. I didn't ignore signs. I guess his mother's come out today and saying, you know, oh, he's never been violent. Like, well, you know, um, we know his home life wasn't good. And that is, and and speaking of trends, as we talked about last night with Dr. Carol Lieberman, uh, psychiatrist, that uh, that that there is a pattern here. There is a trend. And it's increasing a trend because we have devalued we've, uh, the, the cultural shift in this country and the way we've devalued life and we've torn apart families and we've, we've removed God from society and we've, we've got kids addicted to gaming and violent games. It's all a part of the cultural problem. So in comes New because, you know, the left part – another part of the trend of the left is never let, you know, crisis go to waste, right? So in comes New Salini. And he said that he in a a news conference that he's going to fast track 12 gun control bills. 12 gun control bills. Some of them are not really that that egregious um, because they have to do with like banning advertisement of certain guns to minors. I don't have a problem with that. But the big one that everybody's talking about is modeled after the Texas law that allows private citizens to sue abortion providers. His California bill would allow private citizens to sue manufacturers, sellers, and distributors of assault weapons, ghost guns, and certain other firearms. As outlined by Cal Matters, some of the gun control measures are being a bill or would include a bill that requires school officials to report any perceived threat of a shooting to law enforcement. Um, I think that I, I don't have a problem with that. I think schools should be should be required to report, you know, threats of uh, but the perceived threat is squishy. We gotta get into some details there. Um, a bill that would ban gun shows and firearm cells on state property. You know, do we really have firearm sales in state properties? I guess you do if it's fairgrounds. So it depends. But the big one is it is the one that they've really been wanting to go after, which is they want they want to. How will they get our guns by getting rid of manufacturers and those that manufacture ammunition? Right. Ultimately, that would be put them out of business. That would ultimately be a way. But how about, where's the bill that says we're going to put a parent responsible or a grandparent responsible for not paying attention to what's going on inside their home? He may be 18, but he was living with his grandparents. Shot her in the face. Where was the mother? The granddad said, oh, I left a, you know, he was asked about, oh, I left at five this morning. Like, I don't know. I don't know who let the dog out. Like, he didn't care at all. We start, the parents of Columbine. I'm having a hard time believing if they didn't know that that those kids were building bombs and amassing weapons in the garage. That's not an excuse. It's your job as a parent to know what's happening. It's one thing to not know what's going on in your kid's social life, but you don't even know what's going on in your own property where there's weapons being amassed. Bombs being built. When You you want to start holding somebody responsible. Start holding the parents and the grandparents, those that raise these people responsible, particularly when they're underage. That's my idea. Then we might start having a, a solution to the problem. Because if the problem starts in the home, you want to start holding people accountable? Start holding those responsible for that home accountable. That's my idea. You got an idea? I'd love to hear it. 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break. Continue on the other side. How come? Did y'all hear in San Diego about a certain stalker? Well, he was finally caught. (laughs) And what law enforcement decided to do. We'll share that story when we come back.
0: (laughs) Andrea K. telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew Cajun. You know what I ate today and what I got on my mind right now? Unpaid endorsement. Had me a little Cajun food today from Louisiana Food just oh, up the way on, Mar- uh, on Miramar Road. I got a du- duo pack. I got a cup of red beans and rice, and I got a cup of chicken and andouille jambalaya, and then I got me a big old hunk of bread pudding. You know, normally just, how you
1: be, mid-show, you turn to me, you go, I'm hungry. Well, now
2: I am hungry. Well, I, it just got slammed and it, 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 about five minutes ago, and I was starving. And I was like, oh, but just wait till I get home, child. <laughs> wait till I get home. I got me some Cajun food tonight. And I got to say thank you to the Terra Bones who own Louisiana Food. Unpaid endorsement. If y'all want some yummy, yummy food straight out of which I you get out of New Orleans. Amazing, delicious. There's lots of different kinds. Kind of like there's different kinds of Mexican food. This is the real deal to me. Absolutely. real, deal. Yeah. Uh, Very, very authentic. So absolutely yummy. I can't wait uh, to get home to be eating me some of that. OK, so. Um, we got a crime wave happening across this country and in the oddest crime story, <laughs> the oddest crime story that I've heard in a while. I don't know if y'all heard about this in San Diego, but there was a, quote, stalker who um was harassing women at a at a shopping mall out by way of i think this was out um at Friars Road area Friars and Riverdale street in grantville a lot of people don't know where grantville is but think of it as over like not far from like where the old uh, jack murphy stadium used to be uh friars road over yep. there yeah there's yeah there's like car dealerships and stuff okay So these incidents, series of incidents happened at at this one strip mall. Now, I don't know why this one strip mall, but this one dude, his last name is Chavez. This is between 2018 and 2020. He'd go outside stores and he would tell women that their cars were leaking and he was going to crawl under uh, the vehicle to kind of check it out. So he crawls under there and then they can't leave. So he's effectively like holding them hostage. And, um, like he approached one woman as she was picking up her kids from school, one in a series of, of, stalking incidents, same victim over the course of two years. Uh, one, he slashed the tires of one, one of the woman's cars. In another case, he grabbed a woman by the arm. Um, she called her supervisor for help, but Chavez was not deterred. According to the article, telling them you girls are so pretty and should come with me on um, this, according to the arrest warrant. um, he approached another repeat vic- victim three times. So this one, this was not random women, right? These were women. He's seventy three years old. These are women that he followed around, um, followed in his truck after they left. I mean, this was some serious stalking. Some, you know, I've never heard of stalking women by crawling under their car and them not being able to leave. Um, I would have just driven over them. I would have said, "You're going to stay under there." You know, you're gonna, you're gonna. Find out what kind of tires I own, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out on you. He was finally arrested in 2020. I don't know what took so long to get this man arrested.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say that's quite a while.
2: Right. An off-duty police officer spotted Chavez climb, climb under a woman's car in one of the incidents. The officer ordered him to come out at least five times before he did, according to the city attorney. He yelled that he wasn't doing anything wrong and drove off. How did he get to drive off? Why was he not arrested? What took so long? In San Diego for this man who was stalking and harassing and terrorizing women and children in parking lots. But get this. How much time do you think he's spending in jail?
1: My, I, I hate to even say it. It's got to be less than a year.
2: What do you think he was charged with?
1: Uh, trespassing.
2: He, he pled guilty to a misdemeanor, false imprisonment charge, misdemeanor. Got one year of probation. One year probation, not even 30 days in jail. We got people that that are still denied bail out in a D.C. gulag because of an opinion they've got. This dude's literally terrorizing women in parking lots, actually got physically assaulted with one of them, grabbed a woman, physical assault.
1: And he's out in 30 days.
2: Well, he didn't even get 30 days. He got one year probation, and he was ordered to spend a year enrolled in stalking treatment options program. And he was ordered to stay away from the shopping area parking lot. This is what we got going on here. This is just this is just a part of what is happening in this country to where uh, law abiding c- citizens are treated like the criminals. Criminals are treated like um, you know. Think about this. Right now, everybody's talking about the shooter in Texas. We got a mental health problem. We got a mental health problem. Yet here is a dude who clearly's got some kind of problem. You you've, you're you're mentally off the beam if you're stalking women. And what did they do to him? Probation. Like he's not back at like he's not out there stalking women and continuing to do this crap on the street.
1: He'll do it all over again.
2: We've got no bail policies. We've got in, in the state of California. You think about your business owner. You you saved up, took out small business loans, rented a retail space, committed, spent money on products to display in your store, and then the Democrats in California decided that if they go into your business and steal up, they can steal up to a thousand dollars multiple times in a day just $1,000 at a time and not be prosecuted. You're a law-abiding citizen and you're um subject you're being victimized by criminals that are being given a green a, a, a green light by the state of California. So Californians is starting to Um, to take matters into their own hands. And there's a lot of videos that have been going viral in the last few days as business owners in California. Like, we're not putting up with this anymore. We've got to protect our property. We've got to protect our fellow customers. There's one video of a a drugstore to where all the, uh, I think, yeah, it was a drugstore because you could see a clerk, um, somebody who was stocking shelves, a pharmacist all came out and started kicking and beating and, and shoving out these thieves from the store and i thought that's a risky bold move it is but that's where we're at right now new wants to come out today and start talking about and start talking about gun grabs who are they going to hurt not the criminals who continue to get the guns there's a video that went viral today by this uh, jewelry store owner in san bruno his name is um usman bati b-h-a-t-t-i And he owns a jewelry store. Can you imagine the amount of money that he's got invested, that he spent uh, money on? I mean, think about the the cost of jewelry. This man's got a lot of investment in the store, not to mention the cost of operating, right? And you can see in this video, this guy with a hoodie and a backpack comes in, and he's got you know a bar, and he just and he rushes into the store, and he and he um, smashes the jewelry case, and in comes this business owner, and he looks like. He's like from the Mossad, right? In in Israel, I don't know his nationality, but I mean, like, I'm like so impressed by this guy. He's got a suit on. This is the business owner. He comes in. He's been outside. He he was at, he was outside the store in the mall area, in the open area. He sees the guy come in in the hood and the backpack with the with the club and smashes into his cabinet, his jewelry um, case. And he comes in suit. Um, Open shirt, just like he's like in the massage or secret service, right, and he's got that gun and and uh runs the guy out of the store, of course, they're still looking for him, but the second the guy with the club he's the uh the owner comes in and the guy with the club turns around and he starts to wave the uh threaten the owner with the club until he sees the gun in the owner's hand, and that's when he tucks tail and runs off just like
1: Reagan said, peace through strength
2: right. What stops a bad guy with a club that's trying to steal all your jewelry and your livelihood and jack you over? A good guy with a gun, right? That kid's lucky. Whoever that was is lucky he didn't take a a bullet because quite frankly, if you're the business owner, why would he not be allowed to shoot in that moment? That thief threatened him if you watch the video and it's on USA Today, actually. This is on USA Today. Uh, If you watch the video, he was threatened this thief threatened him with the club, raised it like he was gonna he was gonna hit him with it. I think the business owner had a right to shoot. you know you, they want to talk about repercussions they want to talk about uh accountability and you know doing something
1: well, It's like back to Rittenhouse
2: he, he stood up when other people wouldn't right law-abiding citizens, children are left as sitting ducks in this country literally. Business owners, we've got, you know, we've got, who's protecting the citizens in this country? Why do these children in Texas have to be terrorized in that school for 90 minutes? That's unacceptable. And I don't care that Governor Abbott's a Republican. I don't have, the, the issue for me is not gun control going on in that Texas story. The more I think about it is, obviously the criminal who pulled the trigger is, is the bad guy, the evil and demonic person here. But if we're going to talk about measures to, to protect children, those children were failed. And it didn't have anything to do with the NRA, and it didn't have anything to do with the gun lobby, and it didn't have anything to do with the manufacturers. These women who were stalked in San Diego, and those that are going to continue to be stalked by that creep, have been failed by the officials in California. Business owners that are being terrorized, and their employees across the state and the nation are being, vi- are, 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 um, being victimized, not by the NRA, not by the gun lobby, not by the Republican Party, but by the Democrats, because that's really who's in charge of this. And then Uvalde, I can't even necessarily, I got to know more because I can't even necessarily hang that on Abbott because I don't know what the local authorities were involved in. And I don't know who's running that town. I don't know if they're Democrats. I don't know who the sheriff is, law enforcement. I don't know anything about it. But it wasn't the NRA that was responsible for that. It wasn't the gun lobby. It wasn't the gun manufacturer who let those children down. All right, we're going to take a break. Final segment coming up of this hump day edition of the andrea k show we might just have to talk about the johnny depp and amber Heard trial but not for the reasons you think not because we're celebrity gawkers here um but stay tuned and i'll tell you why
0: a.k dynamite in a dress or just andrea k whatever you call her she's on the answer san diego
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, I don't know how many of y'all are out there that are watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. You and I have
1: been fascinated by it. I
2: I have. And the past couple days I have, but not for the reasons many people are. It really doesn't have anything to do with as much about the claims of what's, you know, um, the uh, abuse stuff and, and, and any of that. What's
1: it's, fascinated you then?
2: What's been fascinating to me the past couple of days is the court process in general. And I know that I'm kind of geeking out as kind of like a law nerd here, but it's almost in a way, and I know this is a civil case versus criminal, but I just become recently just kind of just disenchanted and disturbed with the way the Democrats have really just tries to to seize control over our Department of Justice and, and our criminal court system to persecute and prosecute people for their politics. And it's just really kind of jaded me and kind of the, kind of taken some of the, the shine off of what I have always considered to be the greatest court system and, and system of justice in the world. And in a sense, that's kind of been restore, restored for me the past two days because our ability as citizens to take a grievance into the court system – Under um, a, a constitution that protects our rights as citizens, whether we're bringing a claim against somebody who's done us wrong somehow and caused us harm financially or whether we've been accused of causing damage to somebody else, our system is the greatest anywhere in the world. And that has been restored for me by watching this judge who's so patient, who's so fair to both sides, who equally applies things like. Um, When she hears objections on uh, witnesses, you can tell that she's applying everything equally. Everything is so careful. Uh, The rules of the road are being equally applied. Um, How dealing with the witnesses and getting to learn the case in chief versus the rebuttal case and how you get this, how it all works. It's absolutely fascinating. And it is restored my faith in our justice system as somebody that you in the United States of America, at least you've got a great shot of being heard and having your case being heard or being considered innocent until proven guilty. And the burden is really high. Johnny Depp's burden and many people are on his side here. And let me tell you, from what I can tell so far, very far in, I think his rebuttal case has proven that she is a hoaxer that is a liar and has manufactured all kinds of evidence to try to use against him. That's my take on it. Um, But it's still a high burden that he's got to prove. Because in the United States of America, to this day, whether civil or criminal, and we saw the right thing happen for Carl Rittenhouse in a criminal case, and I'm hoping the right thing happens here, that we've got a jury that's going to evaluate on the basis of the evidence alone um, that the right thing happens. And it should be a very high burden. You better. You must have to really, really prove it before you're rewarded um, anything in, in our court system. And so it's just it's really restored my belief in our in, in our system.
1: I love hearing about that. And you, you know, and throughout the whole process, one thing that I – this is why weeks ago I said Johnny was my hero of the, of the week because he felt he was wrong. He brought this before court. He knew that there was going to be a lot of things that were brought up that still made him look like not a great guy. But his quest to make sure that he was vindicated and wrongfully accused brought into the light was worth that to him
2: yeah and i know we had a caller who said shame on us that you know he's not here of the week because he's got drug or alcohol problems that's that's an example of why i hope that that's the kind of individual who doesn't sit on a jury because at that point we didn't have all the evidence and some of the evidence well not only that but some of the evidence that has been presented in the rebuttal case refutes a lot of what her allegations were And uh, including things like tampering, uh, uh, TMZ had, uh, you know, one of the reporters, TMZ tried to stop him from testifying today, but there was a doctored video that was sent to TMZ. There was evidence presented about doctoring phone records. There was uh, she was caught in so many lies, including the famous uh, waif herself. The original waif model Kate Moss testified today that uh, it was a lie that Johnny Depp never shoved her down any stairs. And so um, it's an, it's also evidence, the way this is laid out, that in part is why it's such a brilliant system, because if the jury's fair, they will wait until all the evidence is presented before they will reach a conclusion and be fair to both sides, and they will be impartial. And um, we're seeing that play out. And so hopefully the jury will be impartial. Um, but I just love how the, our system is playing out the way it's supposed to in this court in Fairfax, in spite of the fact that the plaintiff and the defendant, the plaintiff himself, is one of the the biggest movie stars in the history of this country, and that judge and the the attorneys and the witnesses are not are uh, and uh, it's it's not a factor. It's a factor in the sense of the evidence, but his star stature is not uh, is not getting him any any extra uh consideration no leeway, no here push. no this and this is the way it's supposed to be in our court system this is what makes america great andrea it, absolutely and to the degree to where um I, I think that there's so much of this of of this trial and the way that it's gone down as opposed to the way like ito handled the judge Ido handled the um the what's his face og simpson trial and other judges who, who were just used it to make a name for themselves in so many trials we've seen judges and others you know, when the when the cameras are on they grandstand, we're not seeing any of that to the degree to where I think that it should be aspects of this should be taught in schools and, and law schools and it's in America as to how our justice system really works. And it just goes to show why our U.S. Constitution is just. Uh, innocent until proven guilty probable cause all the way the evidence gets to be presented and 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 not presented and why witnesses are told no you can't go there you can only talk about what you actually saw not what somebody told you greatest system of justice in the world and it makes me proud to be an american absolutely proud to be an american hey thanks for being here tonight thanks to the listeners the callers thanks to my guests we'll see you tomorrow 6 p.m pacific time peace out prayers